ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is Tuesday, June 22nd. Let's do this. The drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can be a part of this program. You can do so by calling the White Claw phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. White Claw, hard seltzer. It is made pure. Coming up on the program, Ari Agnes, head coach of the Marshall volleyball team. Camps are coming up. We were trying to connect with her last week, the week before, because camps are coming up. So give her an opportunity to talk about camp, what you can expect, how you can be a part of it. So she joins me on the program coming up here in about the next 10 minutes or so. So stay tuned for that. And, of course, if you're a big Ari Agnes fan, get on Twitter right now. Let everyone know. She's probably, I'll tell you this. I got through the pandemic partially because every time I needed somebody, Ari Agnes was there. So uh, glad to have her back with me on the program. And as I mentioned, your phone calls, your social media comments and questions, Twitter at Paul Swan, Facebook, join me there, The Drive with Paul Swan. We get a page, we get a group. Join them both. They're both different. They're both fun. Do it. Do it right now for those of you who are so inclined to do so on social media. Earlier action today from the Class AAA State Softball Tournament taking place in South Charleston at Little Creek Park. Cabell Midland with the victory over Washington, 1-0. So tonight, it's going to be Cabell Midland versus St. Albans in the winner's bracket. So softball action continuing here in the state of West Virginia. Cabell Midland locally, our main concern. NBA playoff action tonight. Western Conference Finals coming up Game 2. In Phoenix, going to be the Clippers at the Suns. Phoenix leads the series 1-0. I didn't even think the Clippers would be here, but here they are. Phoenix could be going all the way. Phoenix, maybe the Bucs. Will the NBA like that? At the end of the day, NBA is going to do fine as far as television interest is concerned, but I would think the NBA wants the Clippers, at least on the West Coast side of this, not the Phoenix Suns. That's coming up tonight at 9 o'clock. And then Stanley Cup playoff action. And before I get into tonight's game, last night, pretty much it was a barren landscape for sports. Big opportunity for the NHL. Here's what we've been talking about. Hockey's a great game. You're going to love it. You got nothing tonight. Really not much happening sports-wise. Check us out. The National Hockey League, pretty much front and center and – 45 seconds into the first period, Tampa Bay breaks out a 1-0 lead over the New York Islanders, and then they go up 3-0 before the end of the period. It's not even over before the period sounds. It's 3-0. I'm like, okay, this might be interesting. Second period, this could be a comeback here. We might see. Might be some interesting second period action here and set up a good third. No, final score, 8-0 over the New York Islanders. Wow. Just blew my argument all out of the water over, hey, hockey playoffs are better. Not this particular game. But here we are back at it tonight. 
Game 5 in Las Vegas, the Montreal Canadiens and the Vegas Golden Knights. Winner of this one will go up 3-2 in the series. So important game here. Vegas would like to go back to Montreal, not having to worry about being eliminated, but instead being the one that can eliminate Montreal. So that'll be fun tonight. NBC Sports Network. We'll have that on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. We've got the entire Stanley Cup playoffs over on Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. And when we don't have baseball or NBA obligations, we're going to have those games for you right here as well on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. And of course, we do have baseball obligations because the White Sox taking on the Pittsburgh Pirates Interleague play continues. We'll have that for you starting at 6.40. First pitch a little bit after 7 o'clock tonight. It's all coming up right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 9.30. So what are you excited for tonight? Going to watch a little baseball? You're going to stay up a little later than you normally do? Catch either the hockey or the NBA? You know where I'm going. I'm definitely going to be checking out the Canadians and the Golden Knights. I'm pulling for the Knights in this one. I would like, I'd be interested in a Knights Tampa Bay final, but it'd be pretty interesting to see the Islanders bounce back. You get Manhattan, you get, you would get New York. I don't know how much of New York you would get. We're not talking about the Rangers here, but you would get a lot of, you would get Long Island for sure. I'll tell you that right now. You get Long Island, you might get Manhattan, you might get, a pretty good sizable television audience here for this one. Or you could see Tampa Bay, which has a good following, and they're a fun team to watch, taking on Las Vegas Golden Knights. If you're NBC, this is your final year of the contract. You're hoping you go out with a better TV matchup. Could you imagine Montreal versus Tampa Bay? Is that what NBC Sports wants? No, I don't think so. Las Vegas, on the other hand, you get a pretty good built-in audience there. And, of course, same thing with the NBA playoffs. If you're the NBA, what do you want? Obviously, you're going to say the right thing. You're going to say, look, we, we want the best two teams, right? We want the best two teams to go out there and play. We want to have a fun NBA final. We want all of that. And you look at that and you say, oh, that's nice. That's really nice. But at the same time, you're wanting what's best for TV. And so Phoenix versus either the Hawks or the Bucks, where do you go here? What's the more compelling matchup? I'm going to say the Bucks. I mean, Atlanta would get you a lot of eyes, right? I would think Atlanta would get you a lot of eyeballs. It's the Bucks, though. I'm thinking the Bucks would probably be the better draw here. I mean, sure, Trey Young is fun to watch. But Giannis, man, what do you want to see in the finals? I want to see Giannis. Trey Young, though, I would I would enjoy that. I would watch that if Trey Young was in the finals. But I think America wants Giannis. And there you go. That's why it's going to be the Bucks. Not that the NBA's got the fix in. Not, no, the NBA does not have the fix in. All right, let's turn our attention to Ari Agnes when we continue. We have got the head coach of the volleyball team joining us. 
We're going to talk to her about, of course, camp and everything else that comes into play as things are finally getting back to normal for all teams, including volleyball. We'll talk to her when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I want to welcome to the program now, courtesy of the White Claw phone lines. Uh, it's very rare that we can get her on the program. She's very hard to pin down. She's very busy these days. Uh, head coach of the Marshall volleyball team, Ari Agnes, joins us. Uh, I mean, we, we rarely get to talk to each other, so it, it's always a treat when I do get you on. It's been like, what, three weeks, something like that? I think it's been about three weeks, yeah. Yeah. You know what's funny? You were just on the show, and then um, your new hype person, uh, not Jake Agnes, uh, Charlie French was emailing me. Hey, uh, can we get Coach on your show to talk camp? <laughs> she's, she's, she's doing her job, you know what I mean? You cannot fault people for trying to get the word out about camp. Oh, no, I like it. I'm just sitting there thinking, wait a minute. Isn't this Jake Agnes's job? He Isn't he the hype man for you? Uh, you've you've upgraded or you've added. You have an entourage. No, now. We, he, is, he is with sports medicine now so right. he is not with completely my full entourage you know like it's we got to spread the love we got to let enough people want to do it it'll be fine okay he's like an associate member of the entourage now. yeah yeah that's probably fair okay but good enough uh, Ari agnes my guest um i'm kind of curious um how was father's day was there sort of like a uh, okay this is how we're gonna were you pre-gaming it is yeah run running down how you're gonna do it next year <laughs> what, what was happening no, it was super, super chill. So maybe that's, you know, how it's going to be. But, um, you know, I've got some family in town, so everything has just been really relaxing and, and nice and easy. But it, it was fun. It was um, – I had some friends in town, just different things that we were able to do to just um, just be with people we love, you know. I think that's the biggest thing of all. Are we close? Uh, I don't have uh, – they don't have the Ari Agnes tracker up. So are we close? <laughs> July 16th is our due date, so we are getting there. July 16th? Have you have you picked a time out yet? Or, you know, what's, no, uh, I've, I think we're just supposed to get there early in the day and then see what happens. Okay, so do you have broadcast rights secured yet for this? Um, yeah, right? That would be pretty cool. I'm just thinking, you know, we could live stream it. Uh, I could get maybe exclusive on that. I, mean, I, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't get the exclusive announcement, so this is the least you could do for me. It would be the least we could do, isn't it? I would think so. I mean, I think that would be fair. It would definitely get a, uh, get a lot of people's interest uh, tuning in. Uh, here is the uh, the live birth. Uh, of course, uh, I'm sure there'll be videotape and everything. Uh, how could you not, right? How could you not? I know, I know. It'll be an experience, that's for sure. And it'll probably be you with the uh, with the cell phone videotaping everybody else's reaction. <laughs> that will probably be. The I know, I know. Ari right, Agnes joins me. Uh, always good to have you. Uh, saved my bacon plenty of times last year, this year. And we've got camp coming up now. And you've strategically scheduled camp before the due date. That was very smart on your part. <laughs> um, you got three different uh, camp dates uh, coming up uh, for little campers, elite campers, all skilled campers. Um, where do you want to start? You want to start with the elite or you want to start with the little herd? You know, let's start with the, the I think the order is 
um, elite all skills and then little herd. So just as far as when they happen, but elite is, you know, just what it sounds like. It is for people that have played the game before that, that are looking to just kind of finesse those skills a little bit. It should be a little bit higher competition and, and higher kind of volleyball IQ. All skills is the type of camp where you're going to go through every skill of the sport, whether that's hitting, um, liberoing, serving, setting, so that you can kind of figure out what it is you want to do or just kind of finesse all of the skills together. But it's more of an individualized camp, whereas elite is going to be kind of to push you on a team sense. Um, and then Little Herd is my absolute favorite. Um, it's, it is just to get anybody young started on the game and, and to enjoy it, to hopefully keep coming back and hopefully be the next volleyball star. So we're excited. We actually have a lot of um, our current players coming back to work that and and I think that that's probably the best part for the campers is to be able to work with them and, and have them teach them kind of give back, if you will. Um, so it's exciting. I think summer camps are great, especially after the year um, that we've had with no summer camps last year. So it's more just a way to continue to get the sport out there that we're just really excited about. How much are these camps a recruiting tool for coaches in volleyball compared to maybe camps that are run in football? You know, I, I think for a lot of people in volleyball, it's a huge tool. Um, we try to use it to as much as we can um, as a recruiting tool. But then I think that our first and foremost effort is to just try to give back to our community, to try to um, advance the game of volleyball. Um, and, and I think that that's what's most important. If, if there are studs that come because they love Marshall, then like, that's awesome. And, and I think that that's just, but our focus isn't necessarily, um, a recruiting tool. It is, it is more, how can we, how can we give everybody there the best experience possible? Because there's so many different levels and, and it's not as good of an experience if you feel that you're not being recruited. Um, and so we don't, we don't want anybody to leave feeling less than anyone else. So this is really, this is second camp, right? Cause yep. we, we missed yep. it last year. We, we didn't have it last season last year. So this is really this is the second go around for you. So I'm sure you're even more excited now cause you haven't done this in a while. Yes. Yes. I, I am really, really excited. And Charlie and Bijanay are ready and raring to go because I'm sure that I will be I, I like I will be a voice, but I'm, you know, depending on just exactly um, what's going on just with the pregnancy, like I will um, maybe just not be as active, which will be totally fine. And we've got all of our girls there to kind of have my back on that one. But we are excited. I love camp. I love camp season. I love being in the gym all day. I love meeting all of the new faces, the renewed energy. And there's just a different type of energy that campers bring that's just really exciting because then that just kind of you get a break and then you get propelled into into preseason. So it's it's a really fun time. Are you seeing your numbers up or still too early to tell as far as uh, how you're doing compared to last time? We're doing well. Um, we we cut one of the camps out. We just didn't feel like it was getting that that it it works the way that it has it in in other cities, if you will. And so we're trying to just keep limited, knowing that you know whether it's finances or whether it's family vacations people are taking. We want to just be available to everyone. Um, so th the numbers are, are good. You know, we're, we're not at all sold out in any capacity, um, but we are just trying to make sure everybody that wants an opportunity to come at least has heard about it um, and, and try to just get them 
in the gym, whether that's to get away from parents for a little bit, whether that's to burn off some energy, whatever the case is, we, we just want as many volleyball lovers or, or those looking to get into it to get to camp. Do you find camps like this, with the Little Herd Camp especially, are you, are you seeing maybe a lot of, in your experience, first-timers? Elite camp, of course, is completely different. All-skills camp sure. is you know probably a mixed bag. But are you finding that this is a great opportunity for people to drop their kids off, learn about volleyball? Is, yes. Is that what you're seeing a lot more of? Yes, yes. You know, I started at such a young age through – our high school. And, and I think that we were one of the rare ones to do that. And so I, I thank my coach for that because we were exposed so young that you just kept doing it because it was fun. And I think with volleyball, it's a tough sport to, you you don't go play it in the driveway like basketball, right. Or, or play catch like baseball or football. So it's a little bit different because you have to have a little bit of the skill set in order to continue to play or, or to be good or to have fun with it because you, you have fun when you're good at things. And, and so it is It is a come in, see if you like it. We play a lot of games because, it, again, it does take skill. And, and we don't start off right away with volleyballs. We have beach balls and we have balloons because there's there are younger people in there where it'll just make your arms really red for the whole day. So we try to kind of progress into things, keep it light, keep it fun, um, high energy, so that they, they walk away saying like, wow, I really want to keep trying volleyball because – that was really cool, and that was a really fun experience. So that's the main goal of Little Herd, but that's probably why it's my favorite because I think that that's where everybody gets started, and then when you see them come back the next year, it's like, oh, it works. Like, they're they're happy, and they had a good time. Ari Agnes is my guest, head coach of the Marshall women's volleyball team. Speaking of women's volleyball, the Olympics are coming up. Finally, we get back to that. <laughs> and – I know it's one of your favorites, but watching women's volleyball during the Olympics is always fun. It's super competitive. The talent level is just unreal. And then you have, which I think a lot of people maybe are surprised when they first see it, thinking, oh, okay, it's, it's, it's beach volleyball. How vicious that can get on the, uh, <laughs> on the sand there. Um, how do you capitalize on that? Because that's going to be something that a lot of us are going to be watching. It's going to be popular. It's always popular. And here you are. You've got a volleyball team. You've got a, a showcase on television here, some of the best athletes in the world. How do you take advantage of that or at least tap into that? You know, I, I it just it really does speak for itself in the, in the sense that beach volleyball is so fun and it is so different than indoor, right? Like I think the automatic assumption is that you have to be tall and you have to be big. And some of the best beach volleyball players were liberos in college, right? And so I think the capitalization is just that the sport is growing no matter what. The men's game is growing. The the women's game indoor is is really taking off and standing for some really awesome things. But beach volleyball, it's so fun. It's it's such a fun game. It's fast paced. It's, it's, you've got to have a real talent level there, but then it's like one of those things where it's like, if you're at the beach on vacation, you can still play volleyball, right? You don't need some of the problem was that you always had to have a gym. Then you had to have, and it's, you have to have five people to get the net up. And, and there were all of these kind of barriers in the way of just wanting to, to pepper and to play a little volleyball. And now that that's becoming cool, you know, I think that younger kids, are like, wow, like we can do this and that could be really fun. So I think it's any way the, the game grows, 
I am 100% here for it. It's beautiful. Can we get some sand maybe? Can we uh, can we dig you uh, <laughs> can we get some can we make that happen? I think maybe. <laughs> I think right now I'll stick to what I know. I'm telling you, it's a whole different game. So, it is it is a finessed sport that that has logic and skill and and kind of seeing the game in a way that that takes a real mastermind. It's it's super fun. Super super fun. Ari Agnes joins us. The uh, 2021 camp dates announced. Uh, Little Herd Camp July 12th to 13th. Elite Camp July 9th through 11th. All Skills Camp July 13th, 14th. Finally getting back to normal. With um, everything that's happening now aside, you feel like you're getting back to some sort of normal rhythm here. Now that things are opening back up. Of course, you're expecting mother. So I'm sure that's thrown a, a different curveball into everything, but still, does it feel like the rhythm is getting back to where it, it once was, or it's a do it's a new, better rhythm? You know, I think that that's a great point. I do think it's a better rhythm because I think that there's a sense of appreciation, um, unlike we've ever had. I think we always appreciate having a season and playing, but, you know, the as I talk to the girls individually, just throughout the weeks as they're all home and, and the amount of excitement that they have um, to come back is, is, is just pretty phenomenal. And I think that's because they went through so much, you know, we didn't get shut down one time because of COVID and they put we over me a hundred percent and they did the things that, that we needed them to do to try to be at our best. And, and I think that they're just like, we're ready to show what we've got, you know, we're at a hundred percent capacity this fall, which is amazing. I think that travel will be a little bit easier. I think that there's just things that we, we will deal with and we will always do what we're supposed to, to just be able to play. And we will always follow the rules, but to kind of just feel free again, um, I think will be such a weight lifted off of these, these athletes shoulders. I, you know, I, I know we went through it and, and you, it's, it's whatever, but, but what these kids had to go through for any sport at any level is just unreal. Um, so it's, it's, it's just so happy. There's, there's just nothing happier than that. Ari Agnes is my guest, head coach of the Marshall Volleyball team. All right, who can sign up, where can they sign up, and what do they need to know, cost, all of that to to maybe get somebody to, to maybe pull that trigger and say, I'm going to do this. Herdzone.com has it all. And then you just go over to volleyball. Um, our office number, we can call, and, and myself, Charlie, is kind of heading all of the camps, so – um, any questions can be directed through to any of our emails, which are all online. Um, and we can get all proper answers, but anybody can sign up. There's age restrictions or kind of, um, what we just think would help at the level. Um, but we're happy to kind of work with anybody for anything that they're thinking, like they want to stay down in a different camp or they want to move up cause they've been playing for a while. So there's just open to all. And, and we are just, we are ready. So herdzone.com has all of the details. And then any of our emails on the website, um, we are happy to help everybody with with getting all of the the details and getting stuff sorted properly. I'm just kind of curious, what is the what's the oldest uh, what's the age limit as far as how old can yeah if you're if you're over a certain age? Are you trying to sign up for yourself? Maybe not me, but maybe as a gift. <laughs> I mean. um, just high, all high school, so high school and below. And I you know it's it's that's the there's no kind of cap. We we don't have college kids come back. Um, but anybody in high school going into their senior year is welcome to come and lower. 
Okay, so high school and lower, anyone yep. that's eligible to come and be a part of this. Because you really, if you met some of the people I work with, you don't want us showing up to your camp. You don't. <laughs> you can always come watch. I mean, that's, you know what I mean? You that's can always fair. come hang out. That's, that's totally fine. Yeah, that's fair. But you don't, yeah, look, you're, you don't want the stress of trying to teach us. It's, <laughs> Maybe one day. Um, Maybe one day we'll do a little clinic. Okay, that would be fun. We could have a team building exercise and have a clinic. <laughs> and um, you really, you'd have to tear us all down before you build us back up. Trust that's me. Fair. That's fair. We can do that. Okay. Ari Agnes, my guest. Uh, again, always um, saving my bacon. Always uh, there when I need you. <laughs> I mean, you're the you're the best. You're you're the you're the you're the favorite. Tell tell Kemper and all of them that you're still the, you're the champ. It's it's love to hear it. Yeah. I mean, do you get that? Is there any of that before I let you go? Any of that inner office squabbling going on? Is that? That no, we keep it just between you. We can't have we can't let anybody else know that it really hits us to the core, you know? Okay, so I'm the arbiter of this. <laughs> so I have to so I have to lie to Kemper, basically when he's yeah, when he's on. I, but I, that's fine. I have to lie to him. Yeah. I he, think he'll be fine. You know the lie I tell him? What's that? I'm lying to you. <laughs> he believes it every time. <laughs> Every single time he believes it. I mean, you know, and I'm gonna keep doing that until. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna get called out on that. But, Coach, um, <laughs> congratulations. Camp's coming back. Looking forward to it. Uh, hope to have you back soon. And uh, let's get a lot of campers out there and uh, introduce them to the volleyball. Awesome. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you, Ari Agnes, my guest. Uh, she's the best. I will tell Kemper that as well. I will tell Tony Kemper she's the best. More coming up. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our phone lines this hour, as always, brought to you by White Claw at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. So, college football playoff presidents. They gave the thumbs up to the expansion of the, well, at least the evaluation. Let's let's walk that back. The evaluation. It's almost the same thing. The evaluation has gotten the thumbs up. And so the university presidents and chancellors who oversee the college football playoff, they have authorized the continued evaluation of the proposed 12-team playoff. Now, it's required. You got to because... If they're not on board with this, then this thing's not happening. But the board makes it happen. And it still could be another five years. That's the thing we've got to keep in mind. This thing could happen in about five years if everything goes as planned. I don't know if we can wait five years. As a fan base, do you want to wait five years for this thing to go through? Or is there a way to maybe push some of these contracts and do some some creative adjustment to the contracts. And, of course, you've got television media partner issues. You've got contracts there. You've got bold tie-ins. You've got all of these things that you got to look at and put it together. But according to uh, Mark Keenum, the Mississippi State president and, of course, the chairman of the uh, CFP board, said that the 14 playoff has been a great success. Confident it will remain a success. But he added, nevertheless, it's our responsibility to explore options to make it even better by increasing the number of schools that participate in it. So 
on the right track, this thing could happen. And I think it will happen, but I hope it doesn't take five years. Can you imagine five years waiting to make this thing happen? They're going to be deliberate. That was sort of the, they telegraphed that. We're going to be deliberate in this is what they're indicating. And that's fine. You want to make sure everything's in its proper place. What's it going to look like? What's the TV situation going to be? Because this is a television event. At the end of the day, no one's going out there and putting this together just because of the love of the game. No, there's television involved with this, and there's money to be made with this. So this is a money-making venture. This is taking a spot. The NCAA does not have a championship in football at this level. So here it is. This is the closest you're going to get to that championship. And you don't know. Possibility? Possibility. If this thing falls into place, from what I'm understanding, 2023. Okay, I can live with that. I'm good. Give it a couple of years to sort of resonate in our, our minds. Okay, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. But if you got to wait a few more years, this is not going to be good. Eventually it will be, but it's not going to be good because it's going to just drag it out. We're going to drag it out. I think the sooner you can implement this thing, the better it is for the game of football, the better it is to keep our interest as college football fans. At the end of the day, if you're a college football fan, you want to see this happen. You want to see this implemented because this means your team has a chance. This means that you have an opportunity as a fan of your team to see them potentially be able to compete for a national championship. That means if you're a fan of a school and the Sun Belt, you might see your school one day compete in this playoff. If you're a fan of a team in the American, you might have the opportunity to see your team compete. And there will be six and none of them are automatic qualifiers, so there's no, okay, the Big Ten gets in automatically. It's, all right, top six conference teams. If you're a champion, top six, you get in. Notre Dame, you can be number seven because you don't, you don't get it. You're not a conference champion. You, you don't get in like that. And so how's that work for recruiting? Because now recruiting is a lot different. It's a lot different because you are able to say, look, you come here, we put this thing together, we could get into the playoff. We get into the playoff, we could shock the world or use your verbiage there. But it helps with recruiting. Now, of course, there are going to be a lot of other factors that go into this. That's not just going to open up a magical door and say, walk right through here, young man, come to Marshall, you're going to play for a national championship there's going to be a lot of things that have to go into this. And, of course, as we have learned, revenue is not a flowing river right now for the Thundering Herd. It's not flowing in. It's kind of stagnated a little bit. We've gone through a pandemic. People are a little bit more reticent to give their money. And I think that's what a lot of it is because people maybe don't have that discretionary income to give. They want to see the game. Okay, they can roll up to Jones C. Edwards Stadium on game day, buy an inexpensive ticket, get in, don't have to really give a donation. 
Don't have to worry about it. And I'm not even going to go with the reseeding issue. I'm not even going there. University did what a lot of universities do and come up with a, a strategy to try to bring in more revenue. And so there you go. It happened a long time ago. People, if they want to get a seat at Jones C. Edwards Stadium, it's been pretty easy so far. You might not get to sit exactly where you want to, but again, you might not ever get to sit exactly where you want to. But it has been brought up as a reason why you're not seeing fans show up. But the the bigger issue here is that if the football is fun and it's compelling and you're enjoying it, you're going to go see it. You want to go be a part of it. You want to be a, a person that's in the stands watching it, right? I've even seen some proposals, some thoughts. Hey, how about closing the end zone seating off? Uh, you know, that's not... Tarp it off, maybe? Maybe, I don't know. Limit capacity? Create more of a demand because you've limited capacity? It's not a terrible idea. But look, tickets are a little bit more of a premium because there are fewer seats. I always thought 30000 was the sweet spot. I always thought that was the sweet spot. I get why you want to expand, but I always thought 30000 was maybe the sweet spot. Create the demand. Have it where if you can and need to expand, you can. But I would think 30000 is probably the sweet spot right now for the stadium, give or take, because there's always going to be a plus on that number. But it's felt that was always a sweet spot there. And so... New revenue streams are going to have to be created here to be a part of this thing, right? And I think new revenue streams will be created because of how this will work out. Because it doesn't seem like there's going to be a definitive, okay, here are the power five schools that get in and a group. You could see somewhere in the future, there could be the possibility that Maybe four power schools get in and two group of five schools get in automatically. What? Shake it up a little bit. What if, say, Appalachian State out of the Sun Belt, maybe Cincinnati out of the American, maybe Marshall, Marshall gets in. Maybe it's Cincinnati and Marshall or Appalachian State, maybe UAB, Louisiana Tech, you know, someone, somewhere puts together a really good season, and all of a sudden they're ranked higher than maybe, say, in Indiana that got an upset victory in the conference championship game. Maybe Indiana's not as well regarded. They they beat Ohio State or they beat Michigan, and they win, and they get in. Right? They beat some pretty good teams. All right, wrapping it up when we continue. The Drive. Here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Don't worry. Paul Swan has the wheel on the drive. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're wrapping up today's edition of the drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. 
Coming up later tonight, it'll be the Chicago White Sox taking on the Pittsburgh Pirates. First pitch a little bit after 7 o'clock. We've got the game for you starting at 640 right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 over on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. It's game five between Montreal and Vegas in the Stanley Cup semifinal from T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Series tied two games apiece. Montreal or Vegas could take a commanding 3-2 lead in this series after tonight. And, of course, NBA playoffs happening tonight. Western Conference Finals Game 2. The Clippers taking on the Suns, 9 o'clock on ESPN. Phoenix leads the series early, one game to none. We'll be back tomorrow. We've got afternoon baseball coming up, and we'll be back on after that. Hopefully we'll have no rain delays, and we'll have a show for you tomorrow at 5 o'clock. So looking forward to that. Let's hope for no rain delays. That's that's all I'm asking. No rain delays tomorrow for the White Sox in Pittsburgh. I haven't checked the weather yet, but let's just hope no rain delays when we get this thing going tomorrow. Don't forget, if you ever miss a part of the show, you want to go back and catch something again, you can do so by going to our podcast. We've got it really convenient for you. It's saved on Apple Podcasts. It's Spotify, Stitcher Radio. You can even go to our website. You can listen to it right there at WRVC.com. So wherever you get your podcast, you'll find the show. And, of course, if you follow me on social media, I'll tweet links out all the time at it. You can go on Twitter and find me at Paul Swan. You can also find me on Facebook, The Drive with Paul Swan. And we also have a group for you. And I'll tell you this pretty soon. Hope to be doing more on Facebook. Facebook is going to start doing live audio. So we might have some uh, extra bonus time for you coming up here soon. So wherever you are, find me on your social media platform of choice. You never know what's going to happen. So you got to follow to find out. And I invite you to do so. And of course, to ever you ever want to listen to the program, start at WRVC.com. I want to thank my guests this afternoon. The head coach of the Marshall Volleyball Team, Ari Agnes, the uh, 2021 camp dates for the Thundering Her Volleyball Team have been released. You can go to HerdZone.com for sign-up details. There will be the Elite Camp July 9th through the 11th, Little Herd Camp July 12th and 13th, All Skills Camp July 13th and 14th, and, of course, more details, as I mentioned, on HerdZone.com. That's going to do it for this edition. Thanks for tuning in. Back tomorrow, we'll do it all over again. We're hoping for no rain between Chicago and Pittsburgh in their afternoon affair. We'll be back here at our normal time, 5.06 on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.